Hey everyone, welcome back to the Your Money, Your Life podcast, episode 37. Thank you for tuning back in and listening. As always, if you're listening, make sure to five-star rate and review on Apple. I think that's the only place you can rate and review is Apple Podcasts, so please do so there. Um, And if you're listening, subscribe on Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen, try to subscribe so you can catch every episode downloaded straight to your mobile device or however you listen. And we did something new. I actually added a support the podcast. As you know, I just do this for fun. But if you want to support the podcast, there will be an ability for you to support in the show notes. Um, so if you are in the show notes, in the show notes, if you're someone that wants to support this podcast, we're doing it for fun. You love it every week. I'm going to keep bringing you the best in financial news, the best in financial literacy. Make sure to look at the show notes, support the podcast. There should be a link there for you to do that. This week, we're talking about what's in the news. It was an interesting week. It was dominated by a few couple things, but we'll discuss that. We'll also talk about the financial roundtable. I think people liked last week's financial roundtable. We talked about the cost of living. So we're also going to talk on the other flip side, super savers, what people are doing. So I think that's a good thing to discuss uh, as a piggyback on last week's, which was a really, really fun discussion. And then lastly, what's up with me? We have uh, you know, just our personal life update, sports, what I'm up to. And then we have an interview. Megan Kaiser joined again. So Megan has joined back again, part two interview. Hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Thank you for listening. Hey, everyone. What is in the news to this week? Another busy week on Wall Street, dominated by a few headlines, so we'll talk about that. Uh, but the first thing right now is we're seeing a big, big push with the markets. So the markets are shifting based on the second stimulus. So that's one of the big indicators and drivers and catalysts of the market right now. I think I talked about this last week, but the new fiscal stimulus negotiations are underway between our lawmakers, and I think the president signaled uh, earlier in this week that he was not going. He was going to stop negotiations. The markets turned red. He was going to stop negotiations and say, "Hey, we're not." He was saying that he wasn't getting fair negotiation from the other side of the table. But uh, he then started tweeting about he would take piecemeal deals, so smaller deals for airlines, smaller deals for the PPP, and he would sign off on those. Markets seemed to like that. So um, it was actually while I was recording this, or right before I started recording this, Pelosi. Uh, mentioned that she will not be working with the president on smaller piecemeal deals. She wants the whole Second Stimulus Heroes Act, the $2.2 trillion uh, of funding to go through for the American people. And so that's the big struggle right now. The markets are seesawing back and forth on this news. For long-term investors, we're okay. We understand that the stimulus needs to get done. The second package needs to be done, and we'll see that come through. But that's the big thing is we're seeing you know, people are deciding, are they going to have that? What is it going to be? What does it mean for cyclical stocks? What does it mean for you know, or tech stocks? So that's super important news that is going through. But we'll be keeping an eye on that, and I will add commentary as we see fit and as we see it going through. Um, next thing is the president. So the president actually contracted COVID-19. Um, how is still up? Uh, I'm not sure if anyone knows how, but it, there was pictures of a gathering at the White House that seemed to have a lot of people that contracted it. There were no masks, uh, no distancing. And yeah, a lot of people seem to have contracted it at there. And so he was being treated by the best doctors, obviously, at Walter Reed Hospitals. Funny, I was on 
CNBC Fast Money last Friday and was supposed to be doing commentary when this occurred. Uh, they just broke to breaking news with Shepard Smith and they didn't have our commentary. I was on for like two seconds at the beginning when they introduced the traders. And then it was just breaking news about the president going to the hospital. Uh, so, you know, he's been taking different drugs, Remdesivir, uh, Regeneron, all the different types of steroids and drugs, uh, antibodies to see if he would um, fare better from this. From his account, uh, he says he's better uh, and, and is up and going again. So this has been um, interesting, to, to say the least, as far as, you know, there's a lot of different things out there that people have, have, have seen from this. So. You know, that did happen and that actually um, Regeneron uh, stock rose based on, you know, Trump uh, endorsing the experimental antibody cocktail. Uh, so that's interesting, interesting bit of news. But, you know, it's going to be still ongoing. So we had uh, the debate last week and people keep asking me about what it means to the markets. Like in general, like who's in office doesn't necessarily mean one thing or not for the markets you know we just especially if you're a long-term five ten decade investor you don't really need to worry about who's at office as far as what that means for your funds you just need to keep saving and keep investing and we will be um you know in great great shape in that in that sense so um that that's another news bit of news but we'll keep watching that that's something very interesting it hasn't been seen in the history of our of our time uh there's something that hasn't been seen in the history of our time it's rather, you know, crazy news, um, and it's been a crazy, crazy 2020. <laughs> 2020 has been crazy. It's the fourth quarter. What are we in the fourth quarter of 2020? Yes, we are, and it's been wild to say the least for a lot of people. Um, next up, the House Democrats are going after big tech fir- firms in alleging anti-competitive behaviors. So it was a 16-month ad- investigation into the hot into Facebook, Apple, Google, and Amazon who enjoy monopoly power in certain sectors. Um, and their panel, the Democrat pa- Democratic panel, had to say that the companies that were once scrappy underdog, underdog startups that challenged status quo had become the kinds of monopolies we last saw in the era of oil barons and railroad tycoons. Uh, they were saying these firms have too much power. They must be reined in and subject to appropriate oversight and enforcement. Uh, bottom line for this, if adopted, this proposal, they wanted to put out a proposal. Proposal was 449 pages. Well, their findings was released in a report that was 449 pages. But they are putting out for a proposal to make significant changes to federal anti-rule, antitrust rules in, in decades. Um, it's big if GOP lawmakers could push back. Like, I mean, so it's on the one side, the Democrats want this um reigning in of the superpower tech firms while the GOP lawmakers don't. Uh so it's gonna be interesting. I believe in, you know, in tech in someone that I, I love, you know, what these companies done. They've created billions, I shouldn't say billions, millions is more accurate description of jobs. Um uh, hundreds of thousands of jobs. They've they've done things to make our lives more efficient and easier. Um, and that's just going to be the way it is. Tech is the way, you know, we're, we're shifting towards in, in all respects. If you are someone that's, you know, in a job where your job could be done by tech, that's definitely a concern, especially in the next decades to come. That's what's going to happen. Um, and so proponent of, you know, tech companies being able to make, make our lives more efficient, easier. And that's something that's always going to be around uh, no matter what. So that's something to keep our eyes on. Next up. Uh, movie theaters. So movie theaters, uh, Cinemark, um, AMC, they say that 80% of its U.S.-based 
theaters are open and doesn't plan to shutter them, even as competitors announce temporary closure. So AMC is pushing forward. I haven't gotten to see a movie yet because I don't think they're open in New York. Uh, Cinemark also said it's operating about 80% of its U.S. theaters and there are no plans to close. The big blockbusters like Dune and Batman were pushed from their calendar on Monday. Oh, Batman was coming out? If anyone knows me, they know I love the Batman movies. Uh, so that was pushed back. Uh, major theaters are still waiting on California and New York legislators to allow theaters to more theaters to reopen. So they're still waiting on Cali and New York, big markets for them, I'm sure, uh, which are not open. And they're waiting for that, but they're, they're pushing forward. They want to stay open. They're probably running out of cash as they're, you know, waiting for people to fill the seats. So that's going to be something that we have to have to look out for, for these theaters um, and these blockbuster movie chains and what they're going to be doing going forward. Um, and in sports-related news, you saw that, you know, one of the games was pushed back. Uh, Patriots and Kansas City was pushed back a day as Cameron Newton, the quarterback for the Patriots, contracted COVID-19. Uh, he is uh, seems to be doing well, resting, quarantine, I'm sure. Uh, it was pushing back. Tennessee Titans game was pushed back. I think we talked about that a week or two ago. Yeah, this, the NFL's had their first mini outbreak, and how they're handling it is super important right now as we see a revised 2020 season. We're seeing what's going to happen. Um, so that's that's something to look out for in the sports world. Uh, we'll talk about it more later in the personal segment, but Lakers pushing forward. They're doing a great job. Uh, up 3-1 right now, my Lakers and then LeBron's team, but we'll talk more about that in the sports segment. But that's it for our, for our, for our What's in the News update. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Lots going on. Uh, we will talk next about our financial roundtable, super, super Savers, coming up next. Hey, everyone. Gather round, gather round for the financial roundtable, literacy at its finest. So last week was a really, really good top, topic. I enjoyed it. Uh, I got feedback that the people really, really enjoyed it. Uh, what we talked about last week was cost of living, uh, specifically in retirement, and what that looks like for you, for your family, and how you can make sure that you hit your goals based on saving and and what your cost of living is in and what you're going to be pulling from retirement each year. So I actually ran across a cool you know, note that I wanted to impart on people, a cool article that I wanted to impart on people about you know, it's easy to get, you know, understand when we, okay, we have the number we want, but how do we get there? And the big thing is saving and investing. So uh, there's this like term super savers, which is, you know, people that are able to contribute, you know, at least 17,000, most super savers, 75% pulled in a new report that was in 2019. Uh, these people are able to contribute at least 17,000, that's per year. 17100 per year to their retirement account. So that's obviously your IRAs, which I'm a big proponent of, uh, your 401ks and some scenarios as well. But these super savers are able to do that annually, and they're able to hit their retirement numbers faster, right? They're able to get to their, their number and retire faster and allow for them to live the life that they want faster based on their personal goals. So again, people always ask me, what are other people saving? I guess now you have an answer. If you're wanting to be a super saver and someone that hits your goals faster, you have a number that, relatively speaking, and it could be obviously higher. This is not a, everyone thinks in finance, everything is a golden clad rule. It could be higher, it could be less, just depending on what is going on in your life. So don't always think everything is a golden clad rule. 
But if you need like a barometer to shoot for, this is something the super savers are doing. Um, but they're making sacrifices. And people are like, okay, how are people doing this? They're making real sacrifices. And so they actually listed the top sacrifices by these super savers and what they're doing to hit these goals. Um, and so let's look at them. 48% of them are driving older vehicles. So they've paid off their car. They're not getting a new car payments. They're just driving older vehicles. 42% own a modest home. So I have no idea what that means. <laughs> modest could be very different in people's eyes slash people's income slash geographically. 39% don't travel as much as they'd prefer. Interesting. Um, so that traveling does eat up into you. But again, that's that's what they want. 39% have no house cleaner. That's not going to work for me because I need someone to clean my place. I'm not going to – I get someone to come in and, and do a little cleaning because I don't want to I don't want to clean for, you know – I keep pretty tidy, though. If you see my place, I'm pretty tidy. But I don't want to be down on my hands in these scrubbing. So I get someone else to do that, and I, I, I pay them very well. And we, we have a great relationship. But, yeah, that's – 39% of these people, these super savers, have no house cleaner. DIY, 38% doing projects themselves instead of hiring help. 38% of these super savers do projects themselves instead of hiring help. Interesting. 31% high, high levels of work-related stress. So they work higher. They have higher stress. They put themselves in a position to earn more money, which usually comes with higher stress. Interesting enough. That's interesting. So they have higher levels of work-related stress. Don't know if that's good. You want lower levels? I love what I do and I love my clients, so I have not... Very, I don't have really work related stress, so I feel bad for these super savers in that in that scenario. Buying secondhand goods, okay, that's not bad. I guess it's like thrifting and whatnot. So twenty seven percent thrift, twenty two percent work more, uh, which takes away for away from social life. So they're not hanging out with friends as much. They're working because they have a goal that they want to reach. I can agree with that. I'm not a big go out person. You know, if people know me, you know I'm you know working, working out. Or I'm, you know, watching sports. So I'm not really, I'm just all about what I have to do. And that's, it works for some people. Other people, like, they need more of a balance. Uh, that's just what your personal barometer is for yourself. But that's an interesting list. Um, so people always ask, like, well, how are people, what are people saving? How do I do this or that? You got to make sacrifices. It has to be personalized and tailored to you. I can't tell you that you should travel less. I can't tell you that you should drive an older vehicle. If you really do, though, want to get to these goals, you should tell yourself that. Uh, because that's the only way you're really going to reach these goals. And you have to understand if you have you can make those sacrifices, which the super savers are making, as opposed to living in comfort now. You just got to have to decide. Or you just make more money. That's the other option, <laughs> which which is the other option is make more money. Uh, so that is interesting. I love this super saver list. Uh, I can maybe put these this list in the show notes for you um, as well. But, you know, Everyone's goal is different. So yeah, keep that in mind. Everyone's goal is different, but I thought it was really cool to to really impart that on people as we thought about from last week, the cost of living and what we want to get to. Now we're thinking about how we get there, which is super saving, investing. People don't forget the investing. Like you're just putting this money in a bank account. It's not going to do anything because it's not getting compound interest. So people really forget that. I'm glad my clients have been able to see that and we're well on marching towards our goals based on putting our money away and investing that money. Not just having it sit there. We're investing that money and actually earning capital appreciation, which compound interest, which allows you to reach your goals much faster than stacking it in a savings account that's not getting you any sort of return. Not a smart move. Not going to get you to these numbers, to your cost of living numbers. But if anyone has any questions on this, 
love to speak to you um, again, as always. That's our roundtable this week. Next up, we're going to talk a little bit of personal life and probably set up for the interview with Megan. So hope you guys enjoyed that roundtable this week. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Personal life update, interview setup update. We are live and added in episode 37. Thank you, as always, for listening, rating, reviewing. Again, first time I did it, support the podcast. It's in the show notes. Support the pod if you're loving what we're doing every week. I'm going to keep doing this for the people, for the literacy people, for the folks that want to hear more and learn more every week. Um, so you're able to support in the show notes. Um, yeah, what's going on this week? Um, I want to be on t- TV for the next uh, next week. So Trading Nation, October 19th, that's next week. Uh, CNBC Fast Money, the 23rd, that's Friday of next week. Uh, I will be doing another show called the CNBC Worldwide Exchange, which is really early in the morning. So if anyone's an early bird can catch me on that, that will be, I'm actually losing what day I'm doing that. I think I'm doing that uh, the 27th. And I feel like I had another date for that as well. Let me see the 13th, the 27th and the 13th for CNBC World Live Exchange really early in the morning. It's like 5 a.m. or 5.50. But um, if you're up, definitely check that out. What else is going on with me? Another great week, fun week. I'm traveling this weekend, got some client stuff. Um, what am I binging? I'm actually I just watched the Lakers win game four on, was it Tuesday night? What's a great game. Shout out to the Lakers. Shout out to LeBron, Anthony Davis. Um, just a way to pull, to not, to, to not let go and to settle the, the job isn't, um, done and they're still waiting one minute away from, you know, bringing a championship back to LA, bringing a championship for Kobe Bryant, for the Mamba family. This is just a great historical event for LeBron, the greatest basketball player to ever play. If you're listening to this, don't get turned off by my fan, fanboying right here for, for a great athlete. <laughs> but um, that's what's going on. Obviously, NFL is still, still kicking. The Vikings are actually won a game, which is good. We needed that. Um, I'm 2-2 two and two in my fantasy football league. I should be 3-1. and one. Honestly, I have the best, most deep roster. So we'll keep seeing seeing how I do there. But it's just too deep. I, too deep for roster. I lost Nick Chubb for, the, for a little bit for IR, but he'll be back. I'll be back. Odell Beckham had three touchdowns last week, going back to his old form. So we're really looking great there. But enough about me in sports. Next up in the interview, we have Megan Kaiser joining again. She just had a, a little bit to update us on. She learned a little bit more in her, her career. She started off in July and she's, you know, feels she's really helping people. She's helping people find jobs in this area. She's placed a lot of people in jobs, Megan has. As, as someone that's, you know, developing and shaping careers, she's helping people find jobs during this time. And a young person that just has so much potential and is, is reaching it already, just such a bright person. So hope you guys enjoy her insight. She's a great speaker. She's someone that I love having on. She is up next in the interview. Hope you guys enjoy. Thank you guys for listening this week. Thank you back to another interview of the Your Money, Your Life podcast. We have Megan Kaiser joining again. Uh, she has a great update for us as far as what's been going on at her job, her life, uh, everything. So how are you doing, Megan? I'm doing good, thanks. How are you? I'm well, I'm well. It is pretty cool in New York. It is a nice week in New York. How's everything in Omaha? How's everything in Nebraska? Nice. It's going well here as well. 
Good, good. So give us an update. You were here a four, it was a couple months ago, we interviewed, I think it was in July, where we talked a little bit about as you were getting prepared to, you know, start your job. And I know we'll, you'll tell us more about what you do as a, as a recruiter and help people find jobs, which is really important this time. So how's that been going? You started the job, you've been on it. Tell us a little bit more about what's been going on with, 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 your, with your position. Yeah, so I'm working in the professional services division of the employment agency that I work with. And so I'm handling all things customer service and sales needs, reaching out to individuals that are seeking employment and matching them up with clients. Awesome. Awesome. And okay, that's that's wonderful. And is there any, I mean, I know you're fairly new. I would say you're fairly new at as far as the position. What have you learned so far in the first few months? Has it been uh, a steep learning curve? What has it been like for you? Yeah, I've learned that there's a lot of people out there that are looking for good places to work. And I've learned what people are looking for. And that's good leadership and good management. That, okay, that makes sense. So yeah, you just mentioned something important. People are looking for great and good places to work. What does that look like for, for someone like yourself that's placing these people? What is advice or tips that you have for these people as far as finding places for work in the current job market? My advice for people trying to find places to work is reach out, do your research on companies, understand what you're applying for, and reach out directly to recruiters and people in charge of the hiring process, along with your application. Perfect, perfect. And then uh, we, we talked about it a little bit, but how are you helping people? Like, what does it look like when someone, you know, sources you to find a position, whether it's a company or an individual? What is that? How are you helping people? Mm-hmm. I'm the one who is reaching out when someone applies to a position that I post for a client. I'm the one who's understanding their goal, skills, and interests so that I can figure out which client they work best with. And I may be providing coaching on their interviewing skills. Hmm. And I'm the one who is checking in on them to hear how the job's going once they're placed. Nice. So you mentioned something cool, coaching for interview skills. What give us a couple of few tips for people that are going to be interviewing. Maybe they have an interview coming up. Is there like one or two high level tips on how they can knock out the interview? Some things that they should know prior to, to interviewing. Mm -hmm. Take a deep breath and relax. Remember that the other person on the other end of the interview is a human, just like you. And they want you to succeed in the interview. They want to put you in the job. They're taking the time to talk to you. And so they want you to succeed. Another piece of advice would be to perfect your resume and reach out to someone who can help you perfect it. Love it, love it. Okay, switching gears now towards yourself. You went TikTok viral, how was that? What happened? What did you do to go viral on TikTok? <laughs> viral, okay. I posted a, uh, a photography hack um, that I thought was fun. I used someone else's voice and, <laughs> and send it out there, close the TikTok for the day, open it up the next morning and there was like 15,000 likes. And I was like, what? <laughs> this is wild. So people were excited about photography hacks. What was the hack? Them. What was the hack? The hack is where you set a, so this is for like influencers. If you want to take a picture of a product and make it look kind of wet and it's like a, a product that would promote moisture in your skin, mm -hmm. anything that wants to be promoted as some, like something that's moisture inducing, you would set it in a tray of ice and then you would put a piece of plastic around the camera lens and then you would um, spray water onto the product and then you take a really close macro picture up close and the picture just looked really really awesome that's pretty cool 
that's that mm-hmm. is really cool yeah i saw myself i frequent tiktok like once every couple of weeks i was like oh megan's like viral there's like a million fifteen thousand twenty thousand likes on this picture or whatever it was really cool <laughs> that's that's cool to see hey, tell us about that because you're really good with social media strategy social media um not just advertising, but the way you present yourself on social media for job applicants or just for anyone that's building a brand. What does that look like for people that are maybe looking for jobs when it comes to social media? Should they be hiding their social media? Is it okay to have it open and show your interest? Or what are your thoughts on how social media works when it comes to the job market? They should be promoting themselves and their the best aspects of themselves, taking down things from the past that just shouldn't be up there. You know what you should be sharing. You know how you should promote yourself and just listen to your intuition. What do you want to share about yourself? What makes you unique and promote that online? Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. Mm-hmm. Any last tips for us? Where can people find you? What else? Where can people find you as far as like, if you see any more viral, viral footage or pictures, what else is going on as far as that? Yeah. Any last tips and where can people find you? Yeah. People can find me on my site, megankaiser.com, M-E-G-A-N-K-E-Y-S-E-R.com. And Instagram at making it underscore with Megan. Also add me um, on LinkedIn, Megan Kaiser. Yes, yes. Thank you, Megan. Appreciate your time. Uh, we will definitely be following you. We'll do this th- part three soon. Part one and two have been fun, but we'll do part three soon. So I appreciate you. Awesome. Thanks for having me. Yep. Mm-hmm.